Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Desano, joined, as always, by the Shaw to my, or the Hobbs to my Shaw. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? I probably should have made myself Hobbs. I'm a lot bigger. <laughs> and I'm the one who does an accent, so. Yeah, and also, you, you could maybe, you could, uh, you, she could shave your head. You could totally do it. Pull it off. Maybe. I don't know. Eric, our very, our very own Dom, Eric Ronovic. Eric, how you doing? Hey, uh. Hated by everyone, but loved by everyone, and in every single one of these. No more Riddick movies? He's just going to do Fast and Furious movies? This is it. No, this next one's 11 is the last one. That's what they said. Bull. Um, uh, So you can can say that. Um, Have you ever sang Rihanna's Stay in karaoke with like a bunch of weird uh, screen projections behind you very emotionally? Have you ever ever done that? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, well then you, you're perfect. You're perfect. You're the perfect Vin Diesel. Uh, not much in the way of Seahawks news this week. I th- this is one thing that comes up a lot is top thirty visits, and I just want to let you know there is very little correlation <laughs> between the Seahawks have someone in for a top twenty visit and the Seahawks pick someone in the draft. Uh, so so before you read too far into like oh they had Will Anderson in they had Jalen Carter in they just. I sometimes they're picking guys that they actually want to interview. Sometimes they are trying to hide who they actually want to pick by not having them in. It is and sometimes all... they want one more chance to see if they want to take a guy off their board. Like this could be like them coming into me could be the moment they leave the draft board. Um, overall, Jalen Carter thought uh, just I want to reiterate from last week. Anyone who says that they know definitively whether he is on or off the Seahawks board is just full of it. There, there's no. There are reasons that he could be on the board, um, talent, <laughs> primarily uh, on football field talent, and there are reasons he could be off the board. Which is, uh, there's a real question around how much he loves loves football. If the interview that he did when he came in for his top thirty visit was good. Uh, then he will be firmly high on their board. If it was bad or concerning in any way, uh, the Seahawks, but yeah, they'll drop him. They had apparently they had Kayvon Thibodeau pretty low on their board for you know for those kind of reasons. So just just don't know, just don't know. You, you, it's we aren't in the room for that kind of stuff. So that's kind of why um, why you gotta you gotta take everything through grain of salt. But today it is a special episode. It is the mocktacular. That's right. Uh, the double mock draft episode. This is it. The one you've all been waiting for. Uh, we're going to, we waited as long as possible to get it to gather as much information as we could. Uh, this is the mock tacular. I'm going to, we're going to pick, we're going to be the Seahawks. I'm going to try to uh, verbally tell you guys what has happened in the draft so far. Um, I'm going to crank the randomness up a little bit because I think the actual draft will be much different than people expect. Um, and that's about it. All right, here we go. You guys ready? We are your Seahawks war room. Here we go. All right, uh, so first trade is with or first is with. Oh, first draft trade. without trades. We're not trading. We'll trade. We'll trade back in the second draft uh, one. So so far, uh, the as expected, the Carolina Panthers selected Bryce Young first overall. Uh, this is this is kind of the momentum towards this move has been building uh, as the as the the process has gone on. Uh, the at this point. Uh, this seems like a foregone conclusion. Uh, Bryce Young is kind of fo- football genius, and I think everyone's seeing it. Uh, the, the comparisons to what Joe Burrow was like, point guard on the field, uh, are, are I think apt. He's tiny, <laughs> tiny Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, this Dim- is quarterback diminutive. outlier, little Joe Burrow. 
so this is quarterback outlier draft. All the quarterbacks have something that makes him like a big outlier, which is uh, that's sure interesting. Like anyone who says so and so is a safe quarterback prospect. No, you're a liar. Stop. So this, so this, <laughs> this, um, this is the the thing about this draft for sure is these four quarterbacks, uh, these top four quarterbacks, they all have things that are great, and they all have things that scare you. If all four ended up being busts, there I can it, immediately right now point to a reason. Yep. that they'll be a bust. It's you you can you can see it in the tape, you can see it in their measurables. They all have a reason to bust, but they also all have a reason that they could be great. We could see four four pro bowl quarterbacks come out of this draft. We also could see it's it's not as good as the Burrow Herbert uh, to a Tonga Vailoa draft. It's these guys are slightly behind that, but not significantly. It's probably somewhere Ahead of the Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Allen draft, which is another really good quarterback draft. So if this quarterback can find their Josh Allen, whoever finds the Josh Allen in this draft is going to just be <laughs> crushing, yep. crushing it. All right, is number Josh two. Josh Allen going to be in this draft? No. <laughs> one of these quarterbacks could be the next Josh is, Allen. I, is uh, Brock Purdy going to be in this draft? Yes. His name is Jake Hayner. And if he lands in San Francisco, he could be the next Brock Purdy. But <laughs> almost almost anywhere else, he will not make it. Okay. Number two overall, the Houston Texans selected Will Anderson. Will Anderson is the second favorite to go number two overall now behind, strangely, Will Levis, who has risen in the betting odds to a minus 240 favorite to be picked second overall. That said about a 40% chance. So, but in this mock, they took Will Anderson third overall with Will Anderson off the board and unable to trade down. The Cardinals selected Christian Gonzalez cornerback out of Oregon, which is, I think a completely justifiable pick and they do need a cornerback pretty bad. Uh, number four, Indianapolis has their pick of non Bryce young quarterbacks and they went with CJ Stroud, which I do not think is what they will do in real life, but sure. All right. So we're sitting at five. With the following interesting players on board. Jalen Carter, Devin Witherspoon, Peter Skronsky, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson, I think would be the five the Seahawks would be taking a hard look at unless Pete Carroll's love of the running back position just forces him to run B. John Robinson to the stand. <laughs> Eric. This is, this is my hill. This is my hill. <laughs> Eric, Eric, they said they're going to take best player available. Do you think B. John might be the top guy on their board? I've been I've been waiting for this episode for a month and a half. I think the Seahawks are taking Bijan Robinson. I really do. I, I think they want him, but I don't think I they think want him at five. We need an offensive skill player, and Bijan Robinson is not going to go past eight in this draft. Maybe I think, seven. I think ten. Ten is like the limit. I would be surprised if he got past Philadelphia at ten. If yes. he gets past Philadelphia, I don't think he gets past the Jets at thirteen. I mean, they did have they, they have Brees Hall though. I, yeah, but those are two very different players. Yeah, they're both like running, catchy. They're both really good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you, Eric, you think uh, they're going to run Bijan Robinson? I, I don't think they'll do I it. Do. it just, and I think Bijan Robinson is like top on their. We trade down from five to get this guy at nine. Kind of like if if the Falcons. The why. I, or the Raiders want to come up, I could totally see it. The reason why I think that they take Bijan Robinson here is because I don't know if they're going to be able to trade down, um, and it would down significantly, meaning closer to five. Like they want to obviously get another late first round pick, or you know, first round pick next year, or a couple second rounders. I don't know if that's going to be available for him. Bijan Robinson, like I said, it will 
definitely go in the top 10, top eight. Um, he's also this just is, a skill player that, frankly, we need. We could use. This is, this is honestly like the dream scenario for us wanting someone to trade up to get a quarterback because you have you have Houston, you have Raiders, you have Falcons picking at 7, 8, and 12. And you could really – all three of those teams could Titans. say, I want – I want to jump up. Yeah, I think the Titans are kind of cap locked. They want to just like spend another year getting it, competing in their bad division and then <laughs> trying to get out of cap hell. Uh, so, so the the uh, and then next year they'll they'll push in and try to get Caleb Williams or whatever. Uh, but those three teams or maybe four teams could all realistically want to move up and get their guy. And if Levis and Richardson are available, this could this fifth pick could be a real hot commodity. Right. Like trying to get in front of those quarterback needy teams. And I love let's say Houston loves Richardson. Well, they're coming in. They say, we'll give you 12 our first next year and another second. You know, that's a realistic trade that they could want to move up from 12. And the Seahawks could be very interested. But this is the no trades draft. So we got to pick Kevin. When you hear those names, Carter, Witherspoon, Skaronsky, Levis, Robinson and uh, Richardson, where, where do you lean? So we're picking in the top five. When you pick in the top five, you're looking for what? Franchise left tackle, franchise defensive lineman pass rusher, franchise quarterback. That's like the gold standard for picking in the top five. So my list immediately narrows to the two quarterbacks and Carter. Mm-hmm. Which one do you, which which one do you think the seat? You're you're John Schneider. You're uh you're Pete Carroll. So Eric obviously Eric or Eric's Pete Carroll, and he's saying we did uh, we didn't have him in for a visit and no one wants to take Bijan Robinson. So yes, Eric, I am Pete Eric's Carroll. just chomping <laughs> Eric's just chomping on gum right now. He's got he you just Kevin's see the got size. red hair, so he's already John Schneider. Eric's Eric's got Eric's got the pouch of big league chew right now. He's just <laughs> <laughs> the shredded gum. Yeah, we didn't see his shoes before the podcast, but we can take guesses. Eric um, Monarchs. So uh, Jalen Carter, I think the I think the maturity concerns are real um, because and I think there have been some cautionary tales uh, in the NFL over the last few years. Um, I think the team looks at the tools and what Anthony Richardson brings to the table. And I think they see a guy who could spend a year, who only started for one year in college could spend a year or two behind Geno Smith. They still have another first round pick and the rest of a complete draft in order to build the roster. And they could have their quarterback for the next, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, People say that uh, it's going to be like about exploiting a window now, but I don't know. These are, these are franchise builders. Like I I know that's what people want to say right now, but these, this is a front office. This is a team that, builds a franchise to win sustainably. That's why they don't like doing the void years. That's why they don't like doing a lot of those other kind of cap tricks. So I'm saying we take Anthony Richardson and in a season or two, he's ready to take the mantle and be the next franchise quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. I know I've been pretty anti Jalen Carter, but I've really warmed to the idea of taking him at five. Um, He would instantly change our run defense from what it was last year, which is we could not stop anyone from getting three or four yards on the ground when they really needed it. And I can say a lot of things that Jalen Carter was an underproductive pass rusher. He doesn't always have like the highest effort on passing plays, but what I will not say this guy, two gaps, like nobody else in this draft um, in the run game. 
I mean, you, this guy just explodes into contact, makes, he blows up play, running plays over and over and over again. Um, he's a little out of control even <laughs> like he just like gets just, just blows everything up. Um, and yeah, he, the way he can just get around blocks and affect the run game is second to none. I, I would lean Carter here and hope that Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, because there's two of them on the board, continue a precipitous fall to to us at 20 with Bijan Robinson as a backup plan. Um, another player we can pray falls to us. But so my only question on Carter is he is a difference maker for what percentage of defensive snaps a game? Because all of them that he's on the field, he is a he is a difference maker, but how many of them is that? With his conditioning concerns, with everything. If else. it's all the run plays, like that's all we need. Because like the he he just has he has the goods, man. He's just he has the, the the juice. So I I want the I for me it's like it's a slam dunk. Like he's just a slam dunk. He's gonna do something in the NFL. I just don't think he washes out. And right, maybe the conditioning never comes along, and he's just like a thirty three snap a game player. But those are thirty three really valuable snaps. And I'm I'm okay with that. Wow. If the Seahawks think that he's going to have the maturity to be able to handle things, I would be happy about the pick because the talent is real. All right, um, Eric, how do you feel, Eric? Can Eric, we come to consensus. Let's just let's just uh, let you let's pick between you. Do you want to do a quarterback or Jalen Carter? Let's just say that because I think that might be the choice they're they're really pondering in the war room. Or do you want to I do Devin Witherspoon? Devin Witherspoon is very real at cornerback. Like this is a guy that, that fits the fits the the mold of what Pete Carroll looks for in a cornerback. Devin Witherspoon definitely fits the mold of what I don't want them to take. Only because I'm like, <laughs> that's we're not like we're not like Devin Witherspoon away from advancing in the playoffs. Um, everything you said about our defense and what we need there, um, you know, my love of washing machines in the middle of the line. Here's my thing on Jalen Carter. I said that I've been looking forward to this episode for a month and a half. And a month and a half ago is when you guys put it in my head that maybe Jalen Carter isn't the guy because he doesn't it's, care that much about the game. It's tough. It's it's so hard this, to figure. This is before the manslaughter, before the before, yeah, before the jail. Two friends dying uh and him lying about it. Like I have so many issues with Jalen Carter. I don't want to draft this guy. I just don't. I don't feel like it's a good fit for this team, for the city, for um, as far as our risk goes. I want a sure thing at this position. Hey, we I get him, be- Eric. We get him away from all of the things that got him in trouble. You know, because we're gonna move him Oof. from the south to yeah. the most isolated, the most yeah. isolated city. In uh- he is, <laughs> he is definitely gonna be totally fine with it because he's not gonna be able to leave the city ever. <laughs> And yeah, did you did you read that article that was like, hey, if the Seahawks draft or I think it was Sherman, Sherman said if the Seahawks draft uh, Jalen Carter, they're going to have him in a hotel room across the street from the facility. They're going to be just like, yeah. right, right. Yeah, what, is his... he going to stay at the Sherry's, the Sherry's across the street from the facility? <laughs> they're going to have him just like, don't get me wrong. Pl- he won't be allowed to leave. They there's won't let Jalen be... Carter leave the facility. He'll, li- be he'll plenty, live there. Plenty of temptation at that Sherry's. Um, yeah, they're gonna put a collar on him, uh, like they did at the beginning of the Running Man. Wait, know? no, no. What's the what's the what's the movie with the guy on the collar? Uh, with the with where it's a uh, Jet Li. Oh, oh um, <laughs> but 
uh, the Blind Man uh, movie. That's that right. what it's called. I think. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not crazy on Jalen Carter. I would much rather take, have. Let's take Richardson. I think it's like a, a realistic okay. option that that will be fun for the mock draft. We'll take the quarterback and see if we can build the rest of the roster in a way that we like that allows us to develop this quarterback in the background the same way that Kansas City did with Alex Smith and uh, Patrick Mahomes. All right, here we go. Coming off the board after that, we have uh, Witherspoon to Detroit. No surprise there. Levis to the Ra- Raiders. Broderick Jones to the Falcons. Jalen Carter went nine to the to the Bears. Lucas Van Ness at ten to the Eagles. I feel like nine there. to the Bears is the furthest Carter's falling, unless things are horrific. Eleven is Nolan Smith. Twelve Skaronski. Thirteen was Bijan Robinson. Fourteen Paris Johnson. 15, Joey Porter Jr. Shabadoo. 16, Jackson Smith and Jigba. 17, Zay Flowers. 18, Quentin Johnson. 19, Deontay Banks. Leaving the Seahawks in position to, you know, do a lot of different things here. We could we could try to plug the interior pass rusher gap here with Kalijah Cansey. We could take a real offensive playmaker at tight end in Dalton Kincaid. Uh, we could go wide receiver with Jordan Addison. There's an interesting edge defender available, Will McDonald the fourth, and of course the dr- the most divisive draft prospect that that we talk about Tyree Wilson is still on the board, guys at twenty. Uh, Osiris Torrance. I think we have to just go Tyree Wilson, right? Like this is I, I talk about all these other guys, but like this is a precipitous fall for our guy Tyree Wilson here. Is Miles Murphy still on the board? Miles Murphy is still on the board. I was about to ask that same I, question. I would not take Miles Murphy over over uh, over Tyree Wilson, despite my misgivings about Wilson. Just the length and the strength at twenty gives you a lot to build on for me. Uh, whereas Murphy is good, but I, I just um, Murphy's Murphy's the thing on Murphy is, is is his best reps are the best edge reps in this whole class. Like they're so good. But um, and if Murphy I, was playing I have his no, age twenty four college season, would he have looked a lot more like? I I just don't want to draft any Clemson pass rushers. Anymore. <laughs> I don't, you don't want to get Cleveland Farrell. I was going to say, done, since, I'm just done with the it. Raiders like, pick. It's just done with it. Like they're also they're also spooky. Like it just doesn't. Um, also, I know some people are going to look at like Osiris Torrance or Jameer Gibbs here too. Those are all player players I would be interested in. All right, let's make our pick pretty quick here. I think. Okay, I want the defensive lineman. I would push for uh, Miles Murphy, but if uh, the room feels strongly about Tyree Wilson, I think this is good value and a good fit. I think both players bolster our run game, our run defense, as well as offering some pass rush upside. So putting them with Jalen Carter remakes our run defense instantly. I I don't know. We don't. Oh, have no, we didn't Carter. take Jalen Carter. We have so Anthony Richardson. Then it's especially but... important to take them because we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say Tyree Wilson will kind of fill in at least like a like a okay early downs defensive end Red Bryant kind of yeah space filler. Large There's no way Tyree Wilson falls this far. I feel like we have to take him, but in real life, His, realize that it's probably going to be Miles Murphy. Yeah, and another thing about Tyree Wilson is that uh, he is like uh, like a minus favorite to go in the top five, like minus four sixty or something. He has, uh, there's real buzz around him at both two and three now, right now. So yep. just keep that in mind that this is probably not very realistic. But the, you know what? The draft machine giveth and the draft machine taketh. So we'll get down here to 37. A couple of guys came off the board just before us that, that we just talked about. Gibbs at 33, McDonald at 34, Osiris Torrance at 35. All guys that I think the Seahawks would be very interested in. Addison at 28, Murphy at 30. 
um, Dalton Kincaid at 24, leaving us with a few options here. We could we could bolster the interior, Mozzie Smith. We could pick up the the big a big playmaker, and I mean that in the most literal way. <laughs> Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia, is available. Darnell Washington, to, you cowards. Go. We could get the traditional middle linebacker that maybe we we need we might need uh, in Jack Campbell of Iowa. We could kick one of our tackles inside. Okay, we know which one it, it would be. Uh, Dewan, by picking Dewan Jones, uh, John Michael Schmitz is also available to bolster the center of our line. Uh, and then, you know, about, Steve, Avila, um, Steve Avila, Sam Laporta, yeah, Ty, Tyreek Tyre Stevenson, um, Hendon Hooker, I guess. I'm out on Hendon Hooker at this point. But but uh, what what's, Zach Charbonnet is the best running back available, Eric, if we still want a running back. I have a hard time getting away from Mozzie Smith at this point, like looking at just how he fits. He can really hold the point at the a point of attack. If we really want to mix up our fronts, we need to get one big dude. This is a big dude. <laughs> so that's that's where I lean right now. But there are interesting people up and down sport. Josh Downs, I know Kevin is a, is a Kevin favorite at wide receiver as well. Uh, all right. Um, I'll start with you, I like Eric. little what, dudes what, that run routes and catch. Oh, Felix Enodike Ozuma is the best edge rusher. But I just don't think we'd go there, especially after going kind of um, edge at 20. So, okay, Eric, what are you, what are you thinking? What do you, which way are you leaning? Oh, I I feel like Mozzie Smith is my guy right now. If we do that, then I think you can look at anything outside of the defensive line going forward. Yeah, you're just uh, really praying one of those centers falls to 57, right? Like the real athletic yes. ones. Or 52, yes. sorry. And and like saying like, okay, all those guys are still on the board. We just or need if there's one like a really good guard. to fall to us. I, I exactly. kind of like Steve Avila here, but the more I think about it, I don't. I feel like I feel like he's not going to be available to us unless we like you know, wind up with a, a later second round pick or, you know, an earlier third round. I don't know if he'd be available. Um, you feel, I feel like the Patriots are going to take him. Just feels like a Patriots guy. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with Kevin's pick on a wide receiver here, though, too. If if that is indeed what Kevin wants. My pick is probably Mozzie Smith. But, Kevin, what do you want to sell me on? Uh, so, what I'm looking at here is scarcity. I. Uh, if we want center or guard to be able to kind of sure that up, we have John Michael Smith, Steve Avila, Luke Weipler, uh, Joe Tipman, and I think you can make an argument for Chandler's of all the depending on the medicals um, for all guys that make sense in round two or three. And then even later than that too, like there, a guy like Juice Scruggs in round five is like totally reasonable and yeah, roll with Timmy, yeah, compete for a starting job, and that, that's. Uh, Center, center. I feel like if we went here, like it's, it's, it's. You better like that guy a lot. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you better, better be plug and play ten year starter guy. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver Downs, Hyatt, Tillman, Mims. There's a lot of guys I think are really interesting wide receivers. So for position scarcity reasons, after Mozzie Smith, it's, it's Keanu like Benton Keanu and no Benton. One. And that's it for the first three rounds for me. For guys that I think are plug and play, nose tackle, run defender, plus plus guys. Even and tight so, end, like for round two tight ends, like Washington, Laporta, Musgrave, all those guys are still on the board. Like if we want to get the big dude that we can plug in and play 40, 30 snaps a game rookie year, it's Mozzie Smith or bust, I feel like right now. Yeah, uh, corner is stacked for the first like three rounds. I agree. I think it's Mozzie Smith. It's a position that's hard to fill otherwise. If we pick him up, then we get that instant impact run defender that can two gap, that could develop as a pass Our, rusher. 
I, I think it's yeah, I think it's the right. Our pick. run defense is fixed between Smith and and uh, Wilson, and now we've got Bobby back. Yeah, it just feels like we're not going to have those problems we had last year. Coming off the board after that, Tipman, Autobiore, Downs, Campbell, Cam Smith, Dewan Jones, Julius Brents. Oh man, I was hoping for Brents at fifty-two. Uh, <laughs> Hyatt Simpson, John Michael Schmitz, Bergeron, Benton, Hooker. And Foskey leaving us with some interesting characters. Uh, Washington Navila still on the board. Tyreek Stevenson, who I think is a corner of the Seahawks, could be really interested in. Luke Musgrave, Tuli Tuipolotu, Luke Weipler. This is like a good set of players right here at the end of round two. Diane Henley. This is tough. This is a tough pick right here. So you kind of can pick your poison here, but what's going to happen is a lot of these guys are going to leak off the board before we get to pick again. So we got to make a strong choice here. Eric. Now, now that you know, like some of your guys fell here, do you, you still in on Steve Avila or do you look in a different direction? I don't know. This might be the Steve Avila time to go. Like Kevin said, I mean, once you, the second round is about scarcity. Uh, third round, you can get there, but wide receivers, I feel like that's a third round pick. This is probably the part of the draft where you look to see if there's a steal at cornerback. Um, a steal in the offensive line. I think that's where I'm going. I don't think there's like any big, big name position players that fell. So I'm probably looking at interior offensive line, but there is big height position players who fell like, okay, Kevin, Kevin, what do you, what do you lead? Are you he keep to- falling? I, I love all three of these tight ends, Washington, Laporta and Musgrave. I would be super into any of them right here, but Avila does seem like, He's the the interior guy that fell. Uh, Weipler's still on the board as well, but I I think Avila might be the pick. What, do, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm with you as far as... Uh, I, I think that you and Eric have hit on the positions I'm looking at. I'm looking strong at tight end. I'm looking strong at corner. I'm looking strong at interior offensive line. Um, there's still a lot of depth at corner. I really, really, really like Tyreek Stevenson. I think he's a great fit. I think he's a great special teamer. I'd be super into picking really, him. Really high floor too. Like he's going to come mm-hmm. in and be able to play. Like there, he he might not ever be the goat, you know. But he's just he's re- he's ready. He's ready to rock. If that would show yeah. up our secondary, though, I like that pick. And again, like uh, Avila Kevin and Stevenson said it is with scarcity. Like is tight end, tight end Stevenson Avila. These are all so good. Getting Avila to come in and compete for that guard spot or steal that center spot away from I. Uh, our offseason signing would make it so that we're not relying on beefy boy Haynes to be healthy and rely going into a season where you have to have Phil Haynes be healthy is that is a hole. We need another interior offensive lineman for sure, because yeah, you can't you, Evan Brown can cover center and guard, but you can't rely on, uh, he can't play both simultaneously. So, no, can't, can't play both, <laughs> so, okay, we're going with Avila. Here we go. This will take us to round three. Lots of guys coming off the board. I'm not going to read 30 them picks this time between picks because we have so far to go. But here are the top. That's players. a bathroom break. Sad, <laughs> sad here. You guys ready? You guys ready to feel sad? Luke Weipler fell to 83. So we could oh. if we could have risked it to get the biscuit. But the good thing is a lot of cornerbacks are towards the top of the consensus board here. Travis Tra- Tra- Hodges, Tomlin, Darius Rush. Corey Trice, Garrett Williams, Jalen Jones, Riley Moss. These are all guys that are sitting there at corner. I do feel pretty strongly that that many of those could be a good pick. You could take Tank Dell here. I'm just going to say it. I'm just not a Tank Dell guy. 
<laughs> I, I'm, uh, but at wide receiver, other than Tank Dell, Michael Wilson, Jonathan Mingo, and the guy who I would take, which is A.T. Perry uh, out of Georgia Tech. Or Wake Forest, I mean. I really I do that all the time, by the way. That's because <laughs> the uniforms look the same Wake and Forest. they're both from the ACC. I, so, I understand why you do it all the time. They basically are the same school, so that's their problem. So I, would, I like A.T. Perry here if we're going to go wide receiver. For corner, I don't feel super strongly in any direction about the corners, Kevin. So can you help me clean that up? Which corner would you like out of these uh, available corners? Okay, so I heard uh, Thomas, uh, Hodges Tomlinson, Hodges Tomlinson uh, Trice, Rush. Williams, and Rush. And Jalen Jones. Jalen Jones, no, Jalen Jones, stri- Jalen Jones is like 25 years old and didn't play that well. Yeah, he's he is not on my list. Uh, uh, Corey Ricks, Trice Riley is pure Moss. projection. Yes. Hodges Tomlinson, I would want to have, like, he's got slot. He's he might be able to play outside. He definitely could play in the slot, but his athletic testing wasn't quite there. Um, he's, I like he's so, Williams, but he can't play so next year. Small too. And having Hodges, two of our picks in the top 100 be guys who are not playing next year is not my ideal. So we're looking it's at rush. Oh, if want... I'm going, if I'm going corner, it's rush. Uh, yeah. I think Darius rush has a really high ceiling. I think that he's Darius long. rush he's long too. Mm-hmm. He's a very sea hockey player. So if, so just for corner, that's why I have it narrowed to, but I would look at other position groups too. Yeah. What, what do you think about those wide receivers? You, would you be, would you go rush or AT Perry? Uh, I don't like AT Perry. Oh, I hate her. I okay. Think, about half, I think Kt Perry is great if you like Stanford wide receivers drafted by the Eagles. Yes, that's exactly what I like. Uh, <laughs> Tajay Tajay Spears, Tank Bigsby, Dwayne McBride, Roshan Johnson, Chase Brown, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, oh, I'm out, that's I'm a, out that's on those a nice group 80, of running backs. It's nice, but I'm out on it at 83. I think like I'm just as happy as getting like Israel Abonic Conda next round as I am about getting any of those guys. If I'm being I honest, I tend to agree. Uh, so I'm, I would be more like, okay, we'll just wait. We'll just so wait. And what about Luke Schoonmaker at tight end? Uh, Schoonmaker, I love. You know, I love Schoonmaker. The athletic testing's off the chart. Um, PFF has him at rank ninety-two, ADP one twenty-eight, which puts him right around our next pick. So if we want him, we probably, if we absolutely have to have him, we want to take him. For me, there is. Is there a big difference between, for you between Schoonmaker and Koontz? Uh, yes, Goonmaker has shown that he can do it. Koontz is a okay. lot more projection. Okay, and then coming off the injury too, right? Koontz is, I mean, he athletic tested just fine coming yeah. off the injury, but um, the all right, let's other go. thing would be um, looking take at the sm- defensive line. Take the smallest, take the mo- smallest receiver of all time and just pick Nathaniel, though. <laughs> just, I, do, just do I love it. him so just, much. Uh, he's great, I would also love Dorian Williams here as like the linebacker. Um, I think Dorian Williams is is like a perfect linebacker, but I just don't think that's as big of a position to need for us. No, I feel like it is dropping down, especially considering I, it seems like we're going to play th- with three. I'm going to put this in air quotes, linebackers on the field at all times. <laughs> and one of them is going to be a safety. So, that makes me think that makes me think that we're not going to need uh it's not going to be a huge need the best edge. So the best interior defenders left Kevin are Kobe Turner, Mo- Moro Ojomo. It's, it's, it's pretty dark. I like both there. of them a lot. But I, but I don't like I, them a lot more than like uh, the broadest of all, Rex Martin or Gerard Clark to come in. At edge, you got Isaiah McGuire, Carl Brooks, KJ Henry, Andre Carter, too, Viliami Fioko. Um, Again, Zach, I like Zach the Harrison. depth at this group, and I feel like there's a guy around four that probably be there. I think the pick is is either 
it's Tank Dell, the tight end, like you said, because tight end is has like two guys left that that I really like. I, I think Shoemaker. I feel pretty good about it. Or Rush. Eric, yeah, or Rush. Eric, you would you want the cornerback? You want the uh, the NFL ready inline tight end, or you want the uh, kind of guy who will probably be as good as Michael Jackson this year with with some upside. <laughs> that's 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 how I would describe these uh, these these two players. I don't know. I like uh, like Kevin Darius Rush is intriguing to me. If you think he's a Seahawk player, then I think that's the guy we take. This is where I would go with the tight end. Also, it's I really tight ends always scary, but we went from being like, why do we have so many tight ends on the team? And they're all so good to being to like, like wow, having everyone should, hurt last year. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should draft a tight end. And also, um, if we need to make ro- if we need to make room on the roster in terms of salary cap, the easiest way to do it is to trade or cut Noah Fan. There is not yes. like a lot of wiggle room without renegotiating contracts, except for to just cut an outright cut Noah Fant. That's like is, an easy uh, way to create cap room. Is Victor Kuntz? Um, Zach, is, Zach I know. Kuntz. That, that was uh, that, I'm not anyone who can fan. grab that. If anyone can grab the reference, uh, I'd appreciate it. Um, is he? Uh, is he good at blocking? Mm. Or is he just a receiver? Schoomaker is more like the. Okay, if I had to typecast them, Schoomaker is like the. The Uncle Will. He's like the guy you could play in line, but he can really move and he's good in the air. And he's thing about Schoomaker is his athletic testing is crazy. Like considering like the way people perceive him, his athletic testing is actually very good. Um, and I read an article this week that was like just draft the fast tight ends because like if you look at a chart, the guys who are faster are just better. So, and Schoomaker's fast. He's I was also Michigan, this- which tells me Michigan has a pedigree in the NFL. They they really do. Let's just uh, tight ends have to block. Let's just go Schoonmaker. I think it's okay. a good pick. And I it's think very it's very Seahawks pick. And they're, they're going to give us like a D for that pick. And I would like you to look Schoonmaker in the eyes. You probably can't because you're too short. And then <laughs> tell, him, <laughs> tell, him he's, tell him he's a D PFF. All right. Uh, top players left on the board here for us. Um, so we got some interesting. Let's go running. I like to look at the running backs first here. Chase Brown, Deuce Vaughn, Israel Abadakanya, Sean Tucker. Keaton Mitchell. That's a good group of running backs. I think that is a great uh, place to start. We could go Kobe Turner. He has fallen down to 123 here, which I also think would be thing. But they but we got Kendra Co- Coburn, Jacqueline Roy here as well. Um, I don't know. This is tough. Is there any other position groups you guys want to look at? Is Dorian Williams still sitting there? Linebacker? No. Ivan Pace Jr. Noah okay. Sewell, Ventrell Miller. Um, uh, what about any um, any safeties that are? Corner, Jalen Jones, Eli Ricks, Ketrell Clark, Jacorian Bennett, I think is actually pretty interesting right here. Um, what was your next thing, Eric? I was going to say any DBs, any safeties that aren't pure safeties that could also be cornerbacks. Anthony Johnson Jr., Marte Mapu, Jail Skinner, Jair Brown, Christopher Smith. You say Johnson Jr. doesn't have the athleticism to play corner. That's why he got moved to safety. Mm-hmm. Um, he's interesting. He's been going way up draft boards lately. Um, yeah, everyone's everyone's talking up Anthony uh, Johnson Jr. because he made the switch from corner to safety and really excelled. And people see a development curve there where he could continue to get better and become like a really good NFL safety. I could see it. I could dig it. I, I could also not Anthony be. Uh, I wouldn't be afraid if Kevin or you or Kevin really like has a wide receiver that you'd want to take a chance wanna, on here. I want to pick Chase Brown. He's rocked up. He's super fast. <laughs> I just like I just like Chase Brown. I know I that. Think, uh, so Chase Brown's on my short list. So I'll be looking at Kobe Turner, 
I agree. I think Chase Brown is a really good uh, is a really good running back. Um, I think his career longevity not, might not be great because mm-hmm. like he gonna take but some hits, but he got that rookie contract. Like shredded. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If, if him you want to add to team brother both team quads, te- he's he's on team quads. <laughs> like this guy's on team quads to the. And max. then you said Ivan Pace Junior still there? Yeah. Ivan Pace Jr. had immediate designated pass rush ability. Like the dude had had 10 sacks. Um, He just knows how to get to a quarterback um, and he needs to develop as an off ball linebacker, which he could do for us. So I would go either Ivan Pace Jr., Chase Brown or Kobe Turner. I am super happy with any of those picks. Uh, Eric, Eric, do you want the interior defender, the halfback or the linebacker? What do you think at 123? Um, Let's let's go with... um... Let's go Come with on, you're Pete. You're Pete Carroll. You picked the let's, running back. Let's go, yeah, I'd let's ar- go the running back. I'd, I'd already clicked it before you even said it. <laughs> you guys are you guys are both really excited. And honestly, oh, this is the time. Deuce Deuce Von Fell, the one fifty one. That's too bad. All right, we can pick Anthony Johnson Jr. Here we got some interesting names. Keandre Coburn, Kevin. Who are your late round fifth round guys here? Let's just think about position positions. Um, would you want to get like a backup quarterback, like kind of developmental guy, Dorian Thompson Robinson? I think I I I believe a lot of. NFL guys think he'll go a lot earlier than this pick at 151. My issue with DTR is I don't really know if there's any upside left in him. Like he might just be who he is. Yes. He's had a lot of time to play under some really like decent coaching. I just don't know if there's anything more in that tank. And if that's all there is, that's that's the mediocrity. How about some late round wide receivers? Did any, any late round wide receivers you you interested in here? Uh, if Parker Washington's there, I still really like Parker Washington a lot. He's a little uh, short though. He's a I little apologize. short. I apologize. Jalen Moreno Cropper is here. I like Jalen Moreno Cropper a lot. He's That's a really good be- route runner. It's probably the best wide receiver I I would prospect for me in this. What in about this group. uh? Can we move like uh one of these wide receivers into a cornerback position? Because that's what Pete Carroll would do in the fifth round. It's for me <laughs> looking at the board. It's, it's going to be hard that. for me to get away from like picking up more interior offensive line depth. Ola Sagun Oluwamiti is still here. Uh, Keandre Coburn is here, which I think is like an interesting di guy for like one fifty one. That's my issue with. So what's the what's the thing that I hate the most for a defensive interior guy? uh he's Bad inconsistent he gets knocked over if you have poor balance on the interior that is like a do you know why he gets out. do you know why he has poor balance uh, poor balance it's the arms are short it's not even balance it's his arms are short so he's always second to the punch uh anthony johnson jr i think is a probably a, a real strong look here as well um yeah safety depth is always good and immediate special teams value Viliami uh, Fahoko, the edge defender, I think is a good fit for uh, if yeah. we're still taking right. a three-four look. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that anymore. Uh, right. Didn't did, didn't Sherman say we're doing four-three for sure? <laughs> like, like I don't know. At this point, like I'm I'm uh, I'm very confused about what's happening with our with us uh, formationally. Uh, Jackson Kirkland, just keep him home, Kevin. Uh, not this high. No, not not this at all for me. Uh, uh, I'm going to take Anthony Johnson Jr. Just keep this moving. We'll take uh, center depth, at, or we'll take Fahoko or Olomiti at their next pick, Kevin. Which one did you like? But would you like better? Or do you want to take Come another on. running back? You want to go Deuce Vaughn? Just like our running back room is pretty barren outside of Walker. Uh, Keaton Mitchell's on there, right? Uh, let's see. Is that is, that's uh, running back? Yeah, Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, Sean going, Tucker's here. Kenny I'm McIntosh. Going I want Broderick Martin or Jared or Jared Clark. No, D-I. 
Broderick Martin, Jared Clark. Let's go Jared Clark. Okay. And that ends our draft. Let's see if PFF likes this draft. I'm going to say they don't. Predicted grade, everyone. I'm going to go C, C minus. Uh, B minus. They never give C's. It's gonna Kevin's gonna be closest because of that. It's a B plus. Uh, they gave Richardson Ooh. pick a B minus. Tyree Wilson only got an A. <laughs> uh, Mossy Smith A, Vila A, Shoemaker C minus. I knew they'd hate that. Chase Brown B, Anthony Johnson Jr. A minus, and Gerard Clark A C. All right, this one we're gonna do four rounds because that took oh, like about five minutes longer than I would have liked. And uh, we are going to trade. You guys ready? We're yes, gonna trade our ready. first pick. Here we go. It went Bryce Young, Stroud, Gonzalez, Levis. Leaving us with the option of picking Will Anderson Jr., but we're going to trade back. Um, realistic trades. Falcons want to come up and get that last quarterback. They want to give us 8, 44, and 1. Uh, that next year's first. You guys into that? Yes. Eric? I, th- I think, wait, say it again. Next year's. Say it they want to give us 8, 44, and next year's first. And oh, we got to throw in a third rounder for next year. So it's like a pick. Okay. So, so pick I'll swap third to first? Yeah, I'll do that. You're, you're in, you guys are into yes. it? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Then we have moved down from five to eight. They actually traded up to get Devin Witherspoon. Dyer Wilson came off sixth. Richardson came off seventh to the Raiders, leaving us still with the opportunity to pick Will Anderson at eight. That's stupid. We're doing it. Do you, do you guys want to continue to trade down or do you, just wanna, do you guys just want to <laughs> lock this one in? Uh, there's no way this happens. So I think you got to lock it in. I think it's more possible than you think. There has been a lot of weirdly like, Oh, Will Anderson doesn't do anything. Talk. I'm just going to talk about that for like five seconds. Okay. You know how, like a lot of people watch tape and they go, Oh, well he wasn't blocked on that play. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't blocked on that play because the play was a, an outside run to the opposite side of the field. And you cannot get to the opposite side of the field unless you are like, you know, Jesus with the cross, like you are, you got to teleport over there to catch up to that play. And Will Anderson does it. You know why? Because he can teleport, which is a very good power <laughs> to have when, when you are a defensive end. You are so, he's so fast. Yeah, my draft comp for him is actually Kitty Pride, So that makes sense. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. He just walked through walls. He's just amazing. Kitty Pride right there on my wall. All right, here we go. Uh, Will Anderson Jr. Coming up to us at eight. Now we're picking at 20. Top player on the board, according to Pro Football Focus, Eric. It's Bijan Robinson. This draft is going oh. coming up. This draft is coming up Millhouse right now, Eric. You want to pick Bijan Robinson? Let's, no, just, let's, just, down, let's just keep it moving. Well, we're not trading down from Bijan. That's that Pete Carroll would sh- spit his gum out and run. Okay. <laughs> All right. We are at 37 now. This I think, but here's a player that's really interesting that's at the top of the board. Jameer Gibbs. Should we just go run? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding, but am I kidding? Because oh. like Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson, that's a hell of a backfield. Oh, okay, that'd be, that'd be a heck of a trade shit. And let's K-9. go. We just scored three running backs. Okay. We can trade the down. The, the only team wanting to trade down from us at 37 is the Manders at 47. Here's the players that are available. Anudike Uzuma, Jameer Gibbs, John Michael Schmitz, Mozzie Smith, Darnell Washington, Cam Smith, Steve Avila, Laporta, Stevenson. We're now down into the, the no zone probably. Uh, it's Mozzie. I take Mozzie here 100%. Right, that position scarcity makes it Mozzie. Yes. All right. Now we're down to 44. I'm excited uh, about that pick too. Anadike Uzuma, Steve Avila, Sam Laporta, DJ Turner. Three teams want to trade down with us. Most notably the uh, Bears picking at 53. Let's see. if Will they give us 53 and 61? No, they will not. <laughs> uh, what if we throw in like 123? A 2% chance to be accepted. You guys want to do that? You want to move down eight spots like to move from 123 to 61? They yeah. rejected it. They rejected it. I mean, I got five tries. Here we go. 
Uh, didn't didn't work. Okay, so now we're picking. Uh, Avila again. Uh, uh, we, we've already had this conversation. I, so I got to be honest. Know. This this draft is is getting me so excited for things that are never going to happen. So this could happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm I will, like, getting, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting these guys. Oh wait, this isn't real. Uh, Sam Laporta is real interesting to me right here at this at this position. He's very good. He is so good after the catch. You know, like um, this is an Iowa Iowa um, tight end tradition at this point. Guys who are very difficult to tackle. And yeah. this guy is among the most difficult to tackle. Uh, Laporta, the problem is, is that he isn't good at like, um, like taking what the defense gives him. And uh, I wish that he would just like use his size a little better. He's massive and fast. Yeah, so, as both a blocker and a um, and a receiver. Also, his hands are not as good as I want them to be, but they're not bad. But I do just I like him. And here's the thing about tight ends: they take they a lot of times they take a year or two to kind of come into their own. We could also Darnell Washington still there though, right? No, no. Okay, but, but Luke Musgrave is. Which if do you like Musgrave better than Laporta? Yeah, I think the upside's there. The injuries scare mm-hmm. me, but I do like him. Like, I like he could I be like the dude. I like Laporta because he's a little bit better as a blocker, I think, right now. Musgrave, I feel like, gets, um, I don't know. Laporta at least has good blocking technique. He gets Luke Wilson a little bit. <laughs> but he does get pushed around, too. Yeah, Mus- Musgrave, both... get, Musgrave gets Luke Wilson a little bit. It's a problem. Yeah, Musgrave just gets sunned. All right, Avila? Uh, I, yeah, Avila and see what tight end's sitting there at the next pick. At 44? All right. At 52, uh, both, yeah. both, or 52, both of them. <laughs> all right then. Which now I got to pick. Now I got to pick. All right. Oh, we can also pick Tyreek Stevenson. Wait, what's the what's the trade offer? Oh, two trade offers. Uh, uh Houston at 65 and the Rams at 69, which I'll say no to the Rams automatically. Let's see if they will give us 65 and 73. No, they will not. Um if I throw in pick 151, so it's 52 and 151 for 65 and 73. Yeah, I do I do that. Yes. All right. All right. They won't do it. They it's a thirty three percent chance they got this is. What if uh, we throw in oh, like next year's seven or something? Uh, doesn't matter. I already got it. Okay. All right. Nailed it. Okay. Sixty five. Uh, Zach Charbonnet. I think here's the thing about Charbon Charbonnet. Or is it Char Charbonnet or Charbonnet? What it's Charbonnet. It? Charbonnet. Okay. Here's the thing about Charbonnet. Um, breaks a lot of tackles. Would be a we have Bijan, so it would be a nice um kind of counterpoint to that because he's huge. Uh, he's like 220 pounds and he can move for a guy who's we just pretending K9 doesn't exist. Oh no. Th- we're stacking this room, baby. The, all these guys, we're just, this is the most stacked running back room in the league. Now did we, Bro, did we I, already I take a tight end? Backs. What? No, we did not take a tight end, but they all came off the board in between. We can get Tucker craft who I don't, I'm not interested in, to be honest with you. I'm not uh, on that. No, we could do Tuli to a pillow too. We could do. I like Luke Tuli White. a lot. We could do Luke Weipler. Okay, let's do Tuli then. Uh, uh, Charbonnet is interesting just because I do think he's a Seahawks fit too. He reminds me of Chris Carson sometimes. If we didn't have Bijan, I'd be in on the Zach Charbonnet, but y'all, y'all scoop Bijan. So this, yeah, Bichon. this is a to. perfect example of what will happen in real life, and I don't like it. <laughs> Where we take two running backs, and you're like, yeah, mad like about I, it. <laughs> there were all these players that I liked in the pick that we traded, and now none of them are available, and I'm just like, ah. Okay, here's here's the pick players that are interesting to me now at 73. Oh, we do have one trade down offer to 92. That's too far. I'm not doing it. Um, Wipler with a bullet. I'd take Avila and Wipler. I don't care. Like I think that's fine. They're, they play, yeah, you can play. You can you can play both of them. Uh, Darius Rush, 
and Sidney Brown. Those are the players that I feel like are are interesting to me right here. Uh, from, okay, from my perspective. So you know I think that, white, you know white player whole, at seventy three like, is Brown, too much value. You know that whole shoemaker getting a uh, getting a getting a C and like say it to his face. Um, you could look Sidney Brown in the eyes, but like, would you look him in would the you? eyes and give him a C? Because I sure wouldn't. That dude is rocked up. Dude, like, the Brown, Brown brothers, dude, they're, they, they're twins. They're in it, and they're they're both. I'm so just ripped. saying, if we take them both, Bash oh, Brothers ripped. is 100% going to be something that we're going to. Yeah, you thought about. the Griffin brothers were ripped. <laughs> Until no. you see the Brown, Brown brothers, dude. Yoked. Uh, it's like Brown brothers is just like huge. I think Wipler, yeah. I think you got to go Wipler. It's like too good of value right here. He other, also, like, one, has, one has other, develop. one other player I want to bring up. We already took Mozzie Smith, but Siaki Ika is here. I don't want Siakika. All right, there we go. So that, that that's decided. We're going Wipler. We have now c- controlled the center of our line. Our uh, 83rd pick, this is, uh, I think, no, we have two more picks. Here we go. So we could take Dell, Travius, Hodgins, Thompson. Oh, two people want to trade up. The Bills from 91 and the Manders from 97. What picks do uh, we have left? We have 91 and we have our 83 and 123. Okay. So we could go ninety-one and one thirty for, it, and a fourth, a fourth next year for eighty-three. That is a twenty percent chance of being accepted. Mm. We can go ninety, one thirty, and one thirty-seven for eighty-three. So we get ninety, one thirty, and one thirty-seven for 91, just eighty-three. Ninety-one, one thirty, and one thirty-seven for eighty-three. Yeah, I would no do things. that. That gives us okay. some more depth. I like safety, defensive line. I like okay, that. They, they, they accepted it. So here we go. Now we're at 91. Uh, we did lose out on guys that you might have thought were interesting. Byron Young, Jordan Battle, uh, Darius Rush is who they traded up to get. So yeah. that, that's too bad. All right. Uh, no Sydney Brown? Shoemaker. Is Sydney Brown here? That's a great question. Is Sydney Brown here? Uh, no. Anthony Johnson Jr., Jamie Robinson. Darn. No, darn, darn, darn is right. Uh, uh, so Shoemaker, you said is uh, is there uh, any defensive line guys? Defensive line guys that people in this room might like. Uh, is it Jack Isaiah McGuire, Carl Brooks? I do. I, Which I like one do you like better? Teams. Which one do you like better? Uh, I like Isaiah McGuire better as a pass rusher. Andre Carter too. No. Um. I think Andre Carter too, man. He's he like the good stuff is good, but it's like, do you want to develop a six foot seven, like twenty four year old guy? I don't know. It's hard. He, I think he, I think he ends up being a dude. I'm just gonna throw that. If out he's there, there at one twenty three, we can snap him. Uh, let's go. Uh, yeah, Shoemaker's good. I'm good with that. Eric's good with that. I'm alright with it. All right, we'll pick and Shoemaker. The draft. This there, is getting into get the weeds for me. Like, there's very few guys names that I really care about. Uh, okay, uh, Kevin, you wanted to look at Edge, uh, KJ Henry, Bill Ami Fahoko, uh, defensive interior. We got Mojo, o- Mojo, Ojomo, Moro Co- Ojomo, Moro Ojomo, Kobe Turner, Keandre Coburn, Jared Clark. Um, I would gladly take Turner or Ojomo here. I think both of them are really good fits for multiple different fronts. Jalen Jones, Eli Ricks, Jacorian Bennett. Any of those cornerbacks interest you? Jalen Jones, Eli Parker Rose, Washington, I like Xavier Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson is big. 
Um, I'm more interested in who you listed at corner there. Um, Jalen Jones, Eli Ricks, Jacorian. I would say uh, Ricks or Bennett. I think I'd be pretty happy with. Ricks got some. Rick's got some long arms, so we're going to take him because that's that's a chomp your gun, Merrick. Pete Carroll, you're, you're in here. We have another chomp pick, chomp. like five picks from now. So I know all the same Very guys. Hockey. All the same guys are there except for Xavier Hutchinson. So you can get Parker Washington if you'd like. Kobe Turner, Tanner McKee is still sitting around. We could draft him, put him on practice squad. Anthony Johnson Jr., Jamie Robinson. I think actually uh, you say it. I think you're supposed to say that Jamie, by the way. Is I'm Jamie. not. I'm, I'm I refusing. like saying Jamie. It's way I'm better. I'm refusing to do that. KJ Henry, uh, Chase Brown. We could go. We could get the the back of running back. Uh, <laughs> Ivan Pace Jr. Let's do that. Let's do Ivan Pace Jr. I think that's a nice developmental linebacker right. to pick at 130. Yeah. Uh, and then that's it. That ends our draft. So PFF gave this one an A. We got an A plus yeah, for the Will Anderson pick. B plus for the initial trade. A for Bijan, A for Mozzie, A minus for Avila, A for Thule, B plus for Weipler. Probably punishing us for taking two entire offensive line. C plus for Shoemaker. I don't know why they hate him so much in this draft. B plus on our next trade, and then a C for Eli Ricks, and a B for Ivan Pace. And somehow that averages out to an A. I don't know how they do it. All right, so that's it. Those are our they watch uh, every pick. That's our mock mocktacular. There you go. Um, is there any player that we did not pick in any draft? Either guys. That you or you, or that we didn't talk about very much that you really like. Honestly, Anything. for you know me, I'm not the draft maven. You two are. We talked about everyone I wanted to talk about. Uh, simply, good. if anything, because guys fell to us that we were able to talk about. So there's there's two likely. two guys for me that we never really talked about that I really want to talk about. That's Jackson Smith and Jigba, who I think if he falls to twenty for any reason is just a snap up. The Seahawks yep. should take him. He's very good um, and is just fits what we like to do. Um, I would be over the moon to have him as a Seattle Seahawk. And we didn't really talk much about Kalijah Kansi. And I think Kansi is a really interesting guy because he does something that's really hard to do, which is just get consistent interior pressure. And at any level, that's difficult. And especially uh, at the pro level, he just does. he seems like he'll be able to step in on day one and at least on third downs collapse the pocket knife through and get some pressure uh so i like Kalijah Kansi quite a bit as potential maybe 20th pick overall all right kevin anyone interesting you want to talk about that we uh really yeah on? uh marvin mims the wide receiver out of oklahoma uh this dude is just a big play guy like constantly um ran a 4 40 uh his 10 yard split kind of tells you he's his acceleration isn't perfect but he's very athletic he's a good jumper he has good long speed He's a really good fit for our system, and I think he's a guy who's going to be there in, like, round three and could come in and immediately be a deep threat that can also work the middle of the field. Um, His size is middling, but that's actually, like, a good thing in this draft because everyone else is undersized at that position. Um, Anyone else? And then uh, another guy that I think is really interesting. um, We never met. We never brought up Lucas Van Ness. (laughs) He was, so, he's kind uh, of in the he's kind of in the in between zone. He always goes like fifteenth in these mocks. Yeah, and so uh, I gosh, there's so many guys that are really interesting. Like listen back to all the episodes. There's a lot of guys who like Gervin Dexter is a guy I've warmed to because he's being played out of position in Florida. If he's sitting there in the third round, I think Gervin Dexter's ceiling is higher than what his tape shows, just because he was being asked to be a primary pass rusher because they just didn't have anybody else that could do it. This guy could play on the interior and be a real monster. 
All right, you guys. Uh, Eric, did you think of anyone, or do you want to do you want to go to my nope. last little thing I have? All right, here we go. You guys thing. ready? Lightning round, betting, gam- gambling, betting odds thing. All right, quarterbacks in the first round. Over under is set at four and a half. Under plus one twenty five. Over minus one fifty five. Eric, over or under four and a half quarterbacks in the first round this year? Over. Over. Okay, so that's that. It's, basically, the question why is, like, is this does, year going to be different than does Hendon does Hendon Hooker go in the first round? Is kind of the the hidden question here. I I think for me, like last year, um, remember how we were supposed to take Malik, Malik Willis? Thank you. I was like, it wasn't Malik McDowell. We were supposed to take Malik Willis. Wow, Seahawks are really stupid because they didn't take Malik Willis. It was gifted to them. These guys made a huge mistake. And Malik Willis is not is good. Trash, and, yeah. And who knows if he's going to turn into something. But he was taken in the 20s by the Titans. Am I correct? No, he was taken like round four. Whoa, was it that late? Really? Yeah. Um, All right, Malik well, then never mind anything I just said. Go on. Go on. <laughs> uh, I'm also going under Headed Hooker's injury. I think pushes him out of the first. I think it's close. I think, but I think there's a there's a better chance that there's three than five. Yeah, I, I could see. Blake Wallace went pick 86, 86 overall, end of round three, Eric. Oof. So yeah. Um. All right, mm. running backs one and a half. So a question here is: Bijan's going in round one. Does Jameer Gibbs also go in round one? Under plus four hundred over minus six hundred. Over under one and a half. So over's a big favorite here. Do you agree with the odds, or do you think Jameer Gibbs falls into round two? What do you guys think? I'll go under. I'm going over because we have Philly and Casey at the back end of round one. And there's a good chance both of them are looking for a running back. If Philly doesn't pick up uh, Bijan at pick 10, I could see them taking Gibbs at pick 30. Tight ends, two and a half over minus 225 under plus 175. So over is a little bit of a favorite here. I'm in the first under. round, I'm going under. <laughs> I think uh, this. I this actually I made this bet already. Yeah, big under, <laughs> big under. But there's three guys that zero. There's three guys that are justifiable here. Mayor mm-hmm. King Kincaid is awesome. Kincaid should go in the top ten. I I'm just gonna throw that out there. We didn't really talk Dalton Kincaid. If the Seahawks picked Dalton Kincaid at five, I would be like, okay. <laughs> like I wouldn't even you be are a mad. lot higher on Kincaid than I am. <laughs> I would just be like, okay, he's good. He's very good at football, and he's big, and he really moves. Uh, but yeah, under under two and a half. Like Kevin said, there's a chance that there's just one, and that's that's true. Eric, do you agree? Under? I agree. Yeah. Wide receivers four and a half. Under, for me. You guys, under. Four and a half wide receivers under. I'll go so, under, but I think it's going to be closer. So I think it'll be four. So Flowers, Addison, Johnson, J J. JNS and then someone else has to sneak into the top the top thirty one here. Well, I don't there's know. always JNS, someone sneaking Addison, in. Johnston, Flowers. God, that's I don't like that pick at all. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Either Hyatt, Downs. Yeah, somebody would have to creep in. Okay, offensive lineman five and a half. Under's a big favorite for this one. Actually, this is the first one where under's a big favorite. Big uh, five over. and a half. Over, nice plus one sixty. Going over, huh? Harris uh, uh, Johnson Jr., Broderick Jones, Peter Skaronsky, Anton Harrison, Darnell Wright, Dewan Jones. That's that's uh, so Darnell Wright. Darnell writes the line like I don't I don't know if those other guys sneak in. That's the thing is I think there's like exactly five that are. Like I think locks. Darnell Wright is worthy of a top twenty pick, and I could see him easily going there. Well, Darnell Wright's in. Darnell Wright's in my five. Right, like, but I think Dewan the... Jones is huge. He's the kind of guy who kind of goes upwards <laughs> for that reason. Okay. Like I, I think there's a lot of reasons to think he, that it's that it's over. 
DBs, four and a half. Ooh. Um, over. Under. Ooh. It's a tough. It's I'm a, going under. Under's a big favorite, minus 380. So Gonzalez, Vegas. Witherspoon, Porter, Banks. That's your four, right? So you just need either Forbes, Branch. Smith, Stevenson, Branch, Forbes. Forbes. Yeah, like I would go over. I think four and a half is a really good line. That's a good line, <laughs> so, yeah. That's so, a, four that's definitely a, going. <laughs> uh, I think four and a half is a really good line. It's tricky. That's a tricky one. The thing is, four and a half is a good line, and there's a lot of juice on over. Or you get a lot of juice for going over, plus 260. So I think knowing that, I'd probably bet over, but it's not. I think four and a half is a very good line. Okay, like I think it should be closer to like plus 100, minus 140, something like that. Uh, okay. That's it. That's, that's all I have planned for the draft today. Thank you guys for supporting the show. There are many ways to support the show. Best way to, is to head over to patreon.com slash Seahawks nest for zero dollar 24 month. Join the 70 others who are pay, uh, giving us a little bit of coffee money every month. Actually, I just spend it all on like websites. Tossing up some <laughs> I, yeah. I was gonna say that you're pay, helping me pay for pro football focus, uh, and, uh, the draft network and all these subscription services. Oh, the, the film football one, outsiders. Cat, caddies, cutups, football outsiders. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of them. football outsiders. Pay your writers. I, f- I'm, I'm, I canceled my membership till they, did you hear about this? They no. have not paid. They have not paid their freelancers yet. Anyway, That's not okay. Uh, controversy mm-hmm. reigns supreme there. All right. Thank you to those who support the show. Emmanuel, Andy, Brett, Cooper, do it all for the Tucci, Evan, Flocktimus, Gavin, Greta, James, Jose, Joshua, Lucas, Malcolm, Micah, Rad Dad, Nikki C, Ryan, Timothy, Astro, Blake, Bob, Casey, Daniel, David, Foles, Jay, Luke, Michelle, Mike, Mike, Richard, Thomas, Warwolf, Brandon, Nick, everyone else for the show. We'll see you in the Discord. And also this week, Thursday, uh, we will be there during the draft talking in the voice channel on Discord. Friday, we will be there in the draft. I will be there. Kevin, Kevin may be there for part. I will um, be in the text. I will not be in much of the voice. Yeah. I was going to say, unless he's going to walk around with headphones in his house, he might, because I'm going to do that. That's what I'm doing on Thursday. I'm going to just, I'm going to put my, put my earbuds in and uh, you guys might probably hear the background noise of my children screaming. Uh, it will be, be very great for you. <laughs> uh, but Friday, Friday, I'll be able to focus more. And then uh, Saturday, Kevin will be definitely back to, to talk about all the guys that I don't did not. Yeah, I, I will watched be ma- able to maybe, anchor the degenerate coverage. <laughs> One, one thing. Also, I want to give props to. I was looking at some of the names of the lower tiers that I don't normally read on the podcast. So shout out Poops, Poops Loomis. <laughs> shout out, shout out One Shoe Pick Six. That's um, a good one. Yeah, those are. There's some good. There's some good names down here. Uh, and then shout out to the worst timeline ending soon. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> all great, all great, wonderful, and beautiful names, and I love them all. All right, let's uh, let's get into movie club. So, Fast Ten Your Seatbelts is coming out May nineteenth, coming to a theater near you. Also coming soon uh, next week. I think we're doing the Mario Brothers movie. So, if you haven't seen it yet, let's go to the theater with a bunch of little kids because it's making crazy <laughs> money uh, and, and see it. Or you can just watch it on a sketchy streaming site like I did. So, but Fast Ten Your Seatbelts coming to theaters you and I challenge. There are so many actors. In these movies, just just people everywhere, so many actors. I challenge you guys pick the pick the library. We're gonna we're gonna pit the actors of the Fast and Furious against each other. Who has the best? Who has the best uh, library of movies to watch from any of the Fast and the Furious actors slash actresses? 
Um, who wants to start? Does anyone want to start? Anyone have a great desire to uh, to get in there first? Uh, sure. When Go it comes ahead, to these ensemble casts, nothing makes me happier than to see somebody show up in a movie and be like, "Oh, it's him! Oh, oh, that's awesome! That's that that actor was uh, what they were they were so and so in that other movie." And so they were uh, they were Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> And so Get, one of if my song, all- is that song if that song's not playing in your head right now, by the way. <laughs> That's I, on you. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. Goodbye, I might horses. maybe I'll add it. Maybe I'll add it as a soundtrack. That song <laughs> like a has there ever been a reference. has there ever been a song in history that is more like just straight up ruined by a scene in a movie than that one, Kevin? Uh, yeah. it's stuck in the middle with you, Steelers Wheel. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Because I mean, that song, you cannot hear that song anymore and not just think about that guy. Think about yes. your actor, Ted Levine. <laughs> like that's, well, it's, it's in your brain now. Oh my God. Uh, so uh, so Ted Levine um, is in the original Fast and the Furious playing Sergeant Tanner. Um, he's also in the assassination of Jesse Jones and the coward Robert Ford. Uh, by the cow, by cow Robert Ford. He's also in American Gangster. He's also in Heat. He's also in Silence of the Lambs. He's also in Shutter Island. This dude is in so many good movies. He's also in Wild Wild West and uh, Joyride. He's in so many movies that exist. Dude, you left out Flubber. Don't. I did leave out Flubber. <laughs> I also left out uh, Nowhere to Run with Jean Claude Van Damme. I and I. Uh, uh, next of kin with Patrick Swayze and Liam Neeson. Um, what about that Michael? What about that? What about that Michael Rappaport World War II movie? Little yes. boy, he was in that. Oh no! So, uh, so Ted Levine uh, is in a lot of great movies. He's a working um, actor. Let's 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 put it. Out as, he's a working actor. He'll be in stuff. He'll be in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Sure, he doesn't care. And so I have Ted Levine and then Michael Rooker, who is like. Ted Levine premium subscription edition where you actually remember his name. Um, he is in some more prominent roles. He got his big break in one of the more fucked up movies I've ever seen. Uh, so he's in Henry portrait of a serial killer. Um, he plays the titular Henry who's, uh, I get a in... creep in the back of my neck, like a crawl. Just when you say it, Kevin and, like, uh, yeah, exactly. And, um, that character is inspired by uh, by a real life serial killer. So uh, Henry is based on Henry Henry Lee Lucas. So it's Henry Lucas and Otis Tool who uh, murdered people together, um, and he plays an absolute sociopath, which is you know accurate to the role. So uh, his range is everything from a literal serial killer. To, you know, like you have like playing a racist in Mississippi Burning, um, playing, uh, he plays Rowdy Burns in Days of Thunder, which is the first role I remember seeing him in, which is great. Oh, wow. He does. Uh, yes, that is the role that I actually identify with him, which is pretty funny. Um, uh, he has a, uh, a more bit role in Tombstone. Um, he plays the uh, the dad in Mallrats, uh, Mr. Jared Svenning. He's, he's the villain in Mallrats. He is the villain in Mallrats. Like, this guy Not is just... the dad, he, he's the villain. He pops up in... Like, he's in Slither. He's Eight Men in, Out. Uh, Eight Men Out. Tombstone. And then... Uh, Mark Rooker's so sweet in Tombstone. 
and then he pops up as uh, what people think of probably the most recently is uh, Yondu in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, where no, he gets to be. He's not. He's not Yondu. He's Mary Poppins, y'all. And <laughs> that's in addition to the most quoted role of his uh, in The Walking Dead, where Eric and I affectionately refer to him as Mister Yo, Mister Yo. Hey, Michael Rocco, we need you to be racist in this role, but you're on cable TV okay. and you really can't say any really derogatory things. Oh, right, the... I got it. Roll the tape. Here's the question <laughs> I run into here, our Kevin. Is I can know just you... what to say. Can you pick Michael Rooker? Because he's in Fast 10, which is not out yet. And I'm having a similar thought about picking Brie Larson, who's in a lot of movies I like. Uh, Room, 21 Jump Street, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Kong Skull Island, Free Fire, which is like an underrated movie where it's just a shootout for 90 minutes. Um, so number one, like, he's in Fast 9. He is in Fast 9? He plays Buddy in uh, Fast 9. Oh, he is in uh, Fast 9. Number two, number two, these movies are about family. And if you have a family member who is with child, do you not consider them to be part of the family as well? It's not a, it's so, not a child to me until it's born. Even though Fast Ten, <laughs> sorry, I, I, even though Fast Ten joke, is in I, the oven, we still wrap a loving cool arm taste. around their uh, around their cast. Uh, all right, uh, okay. So you pick Michael Rooker, though. That's your guy. That's your that's your pick. Yeah. All right, Eric. Moving on to Eric, the arguably the biggest fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen scenes from four of them. I think maybe just three. Uh, it's all about family on this podcast, though. So basically, I understand the whole film franchise. I'm going with character actor James Remar. Maybe James Remer, but uh, I just Remar sounds like if I'm going to call Rebar, Rebar, let's call James Remar by his name. Uh, James Remar is a great character actor. The first time I ever saw him was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> which if you were a teenager in the nineties, uh, then you watched every episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt because it was pretty cool. Um of course Was uh, he in he the started... Steven Weber episode? Which one was he in? Uh he was in the one where Jeez, I don't even remember now. Uh he was in the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to call you out or anything, but it was like, oh man, I have so many bits of memories of that show and yeah, I just remember night. it was something about voodoo. <laughs> and I think he gets buried at the end. So he was in knockoff serpent in the rainbow. Got it. Yes, exactly. That's I think what it was. Uh, but there's a, he was also in the tales from the dark side movie, which is uh, not what about, his what about, best uh, work. Old, what about old person spy movie? He was in that too, right? Red old person spy movie. What Tinker red? Taylor soldier spy. No, oh, he, red. he was in red, uh, but his, his earliest acting role that was probably, his most well-known or, or biggest movie might be um, uh, the Warriors. He uh, plays Ajax, the complete jerk. Yes. Uh, Remar is, uh, he can play a warm fatherly figure, but he's kind of just a smarmy character in anything he plays. Uh, someone that you don't really root for. Uh, I think he's in 48 hours. Hold on. He is, yep. he is 48 in 48 hours. hours. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, th- here's, Here's a cool thing about James Remar. Uh, let me give you two things. One, going back to Aliens, the sequel to uh, maybe the greatest sci-fi movie of all time, Alien. Do you know that he was uh, cast in um, in Hicks' role? Oh, really? Yes. Um, that makes oh, wait, sense. wait. Who's? Yes. Uh, no, it's uh, Michael Bean. 
who's who's uh, Michael Bean's role in Aliens? Michael Bean. Yeah, it is Hicks. That is Hicks. I kept. I was getting uh, Paxton's <laughs> character mixed up. Uh, basically, uh, James Remar had drug issues, so he was fired, and they brought in Michael Bean. Uh, Remar is still in the final cut of the movie twice. You see him from the back, and you see him from far away. They didn't. <laughs> uh, James Cameron liked the cuts better. Uh, the other cool little piece of trivia and another movie that I love him in that uh, why I chose him is because he's in Django Unchained twice. <laughs> so <laughs> he's a, he's one of the first guys that Django kills and probably one of the first guys. Oh, I'm sorry, not Django kills. Uh, uh, Dr. Christian King Waltz. Schultz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that he kills. Um, Remar might have like the, I don't know, second or third line in the movie. And then at the end, he plays a guy named Butch, uh, Butch Pooch, um, one of uh, Calvin Candy's uh, security guys. He has a bowler hat. And I remember this. I didn't read this. I just remember this. Why I chose him? Because there was this cool thing where um, there's a reason why he didn't take off his hat. So at the in that movie where like. Uh, right before the shootout, a shootout. Uh, Jamie Foxx's Django character says something about like, you know, why won't that man take off his hat on the inside? And he got his head blown away early in the movie. So there's like this belief that um, Tarantino just wanted him to keep his hat on during that scene. Just maybe to give him like a, you know, kind of like a nod, like he doesn't have a head. So he's keeping the hat on. Um, anyway so some voodoo aspect to it yeah so james remar i'm all always a big fan of character actors that you don't really see much uh you know any any news about or any real um talk about them until they're dead and uh james remar fine character actor i okay james james remar um he's at the at the beginning of pineapple express yes where, where yeah. they, he watches bill Hader smoke weed and then he's That's, like that's inappropriate. That's that's an, that's enough. I've seen enough. He's just got what, the do you, what do you think and the, of, of and the scar? Uh, illegal. I, I, yeah, he's got the big eye. Hey, hey, it. dude, what happened to your eye? <laughs> All right. Um, this is this is um this is mildly difficult for me, but I'm gonna go with an actor who's been in who has I think the the highest peaks for me of any Fast and the Furious actors uh that is the actor from the movie spy snatch the italian job and an underrated crappy movies like crank the transporter death race and the expendables that of course is jason statham i like jason statham's movies i think they're really fun i would watch them uh i can watch them over and over whereas um they're not too serious or too fun like i said i thought about doing uh i i like also really like the film library of uh of my, why is my brain not working right now, Eric? It's um, hard. Of Brie Larson, but I'm going to go with Jason yes. Statham. Do you know who you can't pick possibly for this? Jason Momoa. Dune is not good enough to justify it, okay? You can't do it. Don't pick Jason Momoa. Um, all right. <laughs> Anything else uh, you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? Jason Momoa, Braven. Me and Kevin love it. Next week. Let's go. I can't. Uh, so far, all I've seen from him in Fast Ten is just shots of him riding a Harley, which is like, all right. Uh, and he's and he's not sweet, saying uh, my man, but he's coming pretty close to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, put Sun Kang in more movies so I can pick him for stuff like this. All right, for Eric, for Kevin, we will uh, see you all next week. Uh, go Hawks. 